And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. Luke Smith from Envision Financial. Luke, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are we? I see you're dressed for the Masters at Atlanta. Well, you know what? I've got the hat on. I've got the jumper on because <laughs> looking out the window today, I'd actually rather be inside than out there at the moment because it is very ordinary. It's a bit gloomy and a bit cool, but it's not terrible. Well, no, but again, if we can sit at home and uh, watch Tiger pull something miraculous off, it'll be a, a great comeback from his car crash, and I think the whole world's rooting for him. So, What do you reckon? Do you think he will? Oh, look, I think he's capable of just about anything on earth, and if there's one man on, on the planet that you could back in just about any situation, you know, every dog has its day, and uh, he has more days than most, so... You know, fingers crossed it'll be it'll be good to watch, and it's great to see him back out there because I think he's great for golf and he's great for sport and he's great for young kids role model. You know, I think he's he ticks all the boxes for me. So, you know, it's just great that he's fit and he'll be able to play because it wasn't long ago they were saying he'd never hold a club and you know. Mm, great role model, huh? What does his ex-wife say about that? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> it's just working on his wedge game. It, that's exactly right. <laughs> now I've heard a rumor, Luke Smith from Envision Financial, that you made a man cry. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I've made plenty of girls cry over the years. You know, with a head like this, it's not hard to do. But um, yeah, it was quite, quite, quite surprising. Actually, it was actually really quite rewarding that we'd gone through a strategy and and sort of addressed some preconceived ideas of what they needed to do work wise. Um, and when you can say, look, there's more than you need to live on now by doing A, B, and C, and we can do that five years sooner than you thought. That was enough to bring the bloke to tears, which, you know, it's it's really nice, right? So these were warm and fuzzy tears. Yeah, these weren't, these weren't, oh, no, I'm going to work till I'm 100 <laughs> tears. These were, you know, this is actually going to be possible five years sooner than you mm-hmm. thought, with more than you thought. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's and, like winning the lotto, isn't it? Well, you know, again, I've, I, was, I was a little taken back as well, but I guess it, it's nice every now and then to see that you can make a – a real impact on somebody's future decisions yeah, and take advantage of all of the hard work that they've already done themselves. All that happened was we just made them aware of a few things that they didn't know about, um, which led to some, some really good decisions getting made. So it was, it's, it's been a good week. So when you're able to bring somebody good news like that, it comes back to what you've been saying for years and years and years now. You don't know what you don't know. It, that conversation may have been had that <laughs> <Yes>. afternoon. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, he, he actually sort of agreed that un, until I think his, his analogy was, well, you've just lifted up my head and let me see a different view because I've just had my head down grinding away working hard. Um, it was only when you sort of stop people, get them to look up and see what's going on around them that they actually do change their field of vision or their, their, their ability to see what could happen. And, you know, it was, a, it was a really nice outcome. So Fantastic. Not the only good outcome you had this week, apparently. No, that's right. Look, I've got to give a big shout-out to Lauren at ComSuper. Um, I lost one of my favourite clients uh, in December and her husband was in and we were trying to work through some, again, a, a different strategy there and... Contrary to popular belief, um, Lauren at, at, at ComSuper was actually prepared to go outside of the box and, and accept a challenge in relation to something, um, which resulted in a very, very positive outcome. So, you know, I'm, I'm always quick to, to, to thank and reward. And, and you know, and again, she, she deserves a special mention this week because the outcome, had she not stepped in, um, would have been very, very bad.
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look, listen, Lauren, if, if you work at ComSuper or you work with Lauren, somebody take her out for some Friday drinks um, because she deserves it this week. So, you know, we really appreciate it. Fantastic. Now, today we've got uh, a topic that sounds vaguely familiar, mm. downsizer legislation. Now, we've spoken about that before, mm. but apparently the rules are changing. They have. That's right. So if we sort of start at the top and the downsizer legislation is a piece of legislation that was created that allows you to add $300,000 to your superannuation that is outside of the normal contribution caps being 110000 a year or 330000 over a rolling three-year period. This is where you're selling your primary home and there are some, some key things that you need to sort of tick the box in in relation to being able to use this. But the big, the big thing that's changed here is until the 1st of July this year, you have to be 65 years of age when you sell your property to take advantage of this legislation. And it was passed uh, about a month back that they're going to reduce the eligibility age for this piece of legislation to 60 from the 1st of July 2022, which I think is a wonderful piece of legislation because it will really align people's anticipated retirement date where it suits them and the potential downsizing of a house that's gone up in crazy value um, to then use some capital from generally what is one of people's largest assets to then add to super, increase their pensions, draw more income, fund their lifestyle and, and move into retirement with a huge amount of peace of mind. So the change in legislation has been wonderful. So from the 1st of July, you have to be 60 years or older to be able to use this, um, whereas at the moment, you need to be 65 at the time the house is sold. So it's, it's, I think it's a really positive piece of legislation that will help the community um, take advantage of, of house prices and also the ability to bolster superannuation to fund retirement. So the big change is the age of eligibility. Yep. All the other rules remain the same? Yeah, that's right. All, all of the other caveats, you know, and I've, I've listed a few here. This is not, this list isn't exhaustive, but at the moment you have to be 65 at the time it's done. You have to have held the asset for more than 10 years. Um, it's not a caravan, boat or mobile home, so it has to be a fixed dwelling. Um, there needs to be a capital gains tax-free asset, so your primary residence um, and you need to make the contribution with the proceeds from 90 days from settlement and the most you can use is 300000 per person. So if the house is owned jointly or you're part of a couple, then the two of you can use that legislation but you can't use it more than once. Once you've capped out your 300000 then you don't get a second swing at, at, at the crease. Um, it has to be owned individually. It can't be owned in, in a trust or a company. And you need to make sure you complete some very specific paperwork so that it is treated correctly when you're dealing with your super fund. So, again, be prepared, get your paperwork right, talk to your trusted advisor, cover it off with your accountant and make sure that, you know, it's, it's available to you because it could be a very good way of bolstering superannuation capital. And the big thing to consider here is you can use this legislation and still be in excess of the transfer balance cap. Okay, so 1.7 million is the most you can have in super. And where you've reached that limit, you cannot make tax-free contributions with your own money. You can, however, make a downsizer contribution and it will be treated as an excess component. Now, that's some, that's some heavy going on. So in ideal circumstances, <laughs> your 1.7 uh, cap becomes a 2 Could cap. Be. Correct. Okay. Exactly right. But again, a big misconception is, well, I can't do it because of this. Mm. You actually can, but you'll still be in excess. 
Um, so again, have plenty of time, plenty of lead time, get your paperwork right, know what you're going to use the money for. Um, it could be to increase superannuation, it could be to maximise a pension, it could be to increase the amount of tax-free income that comes out of an income stream you've got. Consider your tax implications putting the money into super. Don't just necessarily throw it all into the same fund because there can be estate planning costs down the road for the next generation if you muddle accounts. So don't just assume that having one fund is the best way to do it. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's, I just think it's a really positive thing that people should be aware of because a bit like last week, we talked about maximising deductions before 30 June. Yeah. This is one that, hey, if you know this legislation is going to change, you can now start thinking about, well, if I was going to retire at 60 in September, let's get the house in train now, maximise the sale of, you know, one of your biggest assets and then align those interests with your retirement date so that you know that you've got all of your ducks lined up well in advance so that you can you can leave work with a smile and uh, not ever have to go back <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you're you know around the age of 60 now all of a sudden you can do this after the first of july five years earlier than you previously thought correct exactly right so you so, could be retiring a lot earlier than you previously and that's thought. exactly why we're talking about it now and just raising that awareness now i'm not saying race out and sell your house by any stretch but what I am saying is that five years yeah. has a very, very nice correlation to the average retirement age that most people sort of aim for because money out of a pension over 60 is tax-free. Mm-hmm. So if you can get more money in, in addition to the non-concessional thresholds, yes, and then draw a tax-free income stream from 60, you could cut your work hours. Yes. You could take an income stream and put the money back in for a deductible contribution. And some of the things that we spoke about last week about using your existing resources to maximise deductions. This piece of legislation is fantastic for people to say, well, I finally got the kids out. We're now rattling around at home. He's tired of cleaning it. She's tired of mowing the grass and whatever else the frustration is with a massive place. And then you can sell that downsize into something that you can then lock up and do your travel, get in your caravan, you know, whatever it is that, that, that you want to do with the time that you have. And if you can bolster the balance from which you can draw an income stream from, absolutely fantastic. All right. So uh, is there anything in particular people need to know in order to maximise the benefits of this change to the rules? Yeah. So, again, we, we need from the 1st of July, we need to be 60 years and older. The other big benefit is that, you know, you can you can make the contribution in conjunction with other thresholds. It's not the same as the non-concessional limit. It's a different test altogether. So it's important that people don't muddy those two together because that can happen um, sometimes. You can put the money in if you're over your transfer balance cap, but your component will be still treated as being in excess. So you won't get the tax concessions that you could but it may be better than holding it. It may be better holding it there than in your own name yeah. if you are still in the workforce. Um, a great way to use uh, the legislation to equalise estates um, and it could impact whose name you hold money in. So there are a range of things that people need to consider as part of their broader strategy and their personal situation because it's not a one shoe fits type of gig. Um, but it, it really is something that I think I just want to I just want to bring it to people's attention to potentially trigger in their mind that hey, 
from 60, we could do this. We don't have to work to 63 or 64 or 65 or 66. With this passing, we might be able to do that, sell something, buy something a little bit smaller, or sell, buy something here, buy the place down the coast that you love. You know, whatever it may be, if you can fund yourself and get doing the things you want to do sooner, nothing bad ever came from that. I suppose the other <laughs> side of that coin, though, is that just because you can do it at age 60 doesn't mean you have to. It no. just gives you the option. And that is exactly – and that's exactly why we just bring it to people's attention because sometimes really good bits of legislation sort of get past. They slip under the radar. Everybody's talking about inflation, petrol prices, Russia – scomo an election and these things sort of just sneak by and for somebody like me who has people come in their office and go i have to retire at 65 like the gentleman did this week i have to retire at 65 i have to retire at 65 whoa, whoa. who 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 said 65 i'm calling shenanigans mm-hmm. you know what i mean and all of a sudden you're passing the kleenex and you know it's 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 just great and really powerful that people can know that it's available. Just as a, a quick comment, apparently, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's a federal election looming oh, right. any moment now, oh. and the Greens have announced that one of their policy positions is that they want to re- reduce the uh, mm. retirement age from 67 back down to 65 again and boost the age pension because they think that, you know, that'll make people better off. Mm. In a way, I, I don't mind that idea. No, look, I think it, it has a lot of merit. Um, I think like most things that get thrown up when it comes to financial legislation is who's paying for it Mm -hmm. it's all great to say hey listen we're going to do this and we're with you and we'd love that age brackets vote beautiful but it's got to come from somewhere it's the somewhere that i think scares people yeah and i think that's that's where the devil's in the detail and i'm pro these sorts of things because if you've worked to 65 and you've worked really hard then you should be entitled to it i think an even better change in there would be you know if you've worked for a certain number of years and I'm just making this up on the fly, but <laughs> if, if you've worked for a certain number of years and you're over the assets test, well, maybe we can give you all of the other benefits and the pharmaceuticals in certain situations where you may be precluded. Yep. You know, yeah, that'd so be nice. These manifestations of, of existing law you know, can be very powerful, um, but it'll be interesting to see if that sort of thing gets up. I, you somehow doubt it, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> Uh, Luke Smith from Envision Financial is with me in the studio today. We're talking about the downsizer legislation rules and the fact that they're actually changing from the 1st of July this year. So, Luke, back to our topic today, (laughs) downsizer options. What are the key things to remember? This could be a good one for Skoma. (laughs) He might be about to retire, yes. (laughs) He could be downsizing. Who knows? Um, I guess, number one, check the rules. You know, as we said before the ad break, there are a range of things that you need to tick in relation to being eligible to use this. And the change of age is just one part of it. So check the rules before you make any decisions. Remember that you can use it to add to superannuation in addition to other contribution thresholds that could allow you to maximise pension income and tax-free pension at that where you're over 60. The other big advantage remembering of a pension is that once you start an income stream over 60, anything inside that income stream is tax-free. So you don't pay tax on earnings and you don't pay capital gains tax selling assets. So you might say, well, why would you get in a super starter pension? They're two very, very good reasons um, to do so. Remember to think about where you're going to put the money. It may not be best to throw the downsizer money into your existing fund for a range of estate planning tax issues. 
So don't just assume that you throw it straight into the fund that you have. It may be better for a range of reasons, and that may not have anything to do with investment return, to potentially consider using another fund. Um, so get some advice on that front. Um, make sure that you use it where you are in excess of the transfer balance cap. You can make a contribution and it will be treated as an excess component. And then also keep in mind that you will always hit a point where you make that decision of, is where I sleep more or less important than the lifestyle that I lead? And this is a great piece of legislation to try and get you thinking about that because people will have a huge amount of value in their home. They may be able to downsize, add it to super and bring forward lifestyle or change the lifestyle that they were planning on having by taking advantage of crazy property prices at the moment. So think about what it would mean for you and your partner, you and your spouse, you by yourself, um, you and your dog, whatever it may be, think about the use of this legislation and the potential to bring forward a time that you either go part-time or retire altogether and, and, and go and do whatever retired people do. Well, you know, collecting stamps, reading romance novels, just the usual sort of thing, really. That's it. Exactly Full-time right. YouTuber. All right. <laughs> so, Luke, uh, where can listeners get more information? So, if you're not sure, uh, office number 626-4749. Where's that on here? I forgot my own phone number. Almost forgot your own uh, phone number. Envision right? Financial. .com.au, that's Envision with an E. We've got the Knowledge Centre there. There's a, a technical library people can, can subscribe to for free. We've got the podcast, The Strategy Stacker, Luke Talks Money on iTunes and Spotify. And we have the YouTube channel, Envision Financial Canberra, where we've got some shorts and we've got all the shows so you can watch it on your iPhone. You don't have to read anything, which for me is absolutely dynamite. Fantastic. Well, next Friday's Good Friday, mm. so neither of us will no. be here, but you'll be back the following Friday. Correct, that's right. Fantastic. Thanks very much. See you in a few weeks. Luke Smith from Envision Financial. Luke will be back in a couple of weeks' time after Easter to talk money once again.